0: They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: Hello, and thanks for listening in to our second podcast for Dundee Museum of Transport. This week, I'm joined by Museum Manager Sam and two of our volunteers, Ian and Ron. Looking at volunteers and the importance of volunteers within the running of the museum, how important are volunteers to you here at the museum?
2: Well, the volunteers are really important. It was volunteers that actually started the Transport Museum back in 2009-2010, so the organisation you know, wouldn't have existed without, without volunteers from the local community. So every day that the museum's open to the public, it's a team of volunteers that are welcoming visitors, guiding them around the museum, serving them in the cafe. Pretty much every aspect of the museum relies on volunteers. So very, very important to the organisation, definitely.
1: Let's look at it hypothetically that I've got some time on my hands. Sometimes on a weekly basis, sometimes just on an ad hoc basis, maybe a couple of hours, maybe a day, something like that. If I had that available to me, what would be the best route being coming involved as a, a volunteer here at the Transport Museum?
2: Well, we always encourage new volunteers who have maybe got half a day or a day to come in and just spend a bit of time at the front of house area of the museum. At front of house, they get to learn, you know, sort of the main day-to-day tasks of running the museum, but then they also get to meet everyone else, which is a really important thing. They get to meet everyone, learn what everyone else does. And from there, the volunteer can then think, well, I'm quite keen on this aspect of working in the the museum. Say, you want to work in the archive or you've got a bit of knowledge of working on vehicles, so you might think, well, I'd quite like to join the restoration team. You don't necessarily need to just work in or volunteer in one area of the museum. You could be you know, front of house one day and then the next day under a car. So yeah, you you're not really having to be in one area all the time. Obviously at the front of house we're dependent on them because that's you know the sort of public face of the museum but we try and encourage our volunteers to get involved in all aspects of the museum including the events and the restoration and, and everything else that goes on and it's really up to them. you know, If they've got an interest and they want to come along and take part in that particular area then, then we allow that.
1: Thanks Sam. Ron, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became involved here at the Transport Museum.
3: My name's Ron Adam, I'm now 71 years old. I've had a lifelong interest in motorsport, classic cars, rallying, and I found that when I retired for the third time, that I had time on my hands. My friend, Ken Farker, was a volunteer here, and he interested me in becoming involved. Although I've got good mechanical knowledge, I'm not a professional engineer, so front of house... Meeting people, greeting people, generally looking after the place. And I've also been appointed as the pest control officer for the museum, which required a day's training. That'll be quite interesting because it's a, a requirement for our authorisation. So. Hi, Ian, how are you doing?
4: I'm very
1: well, thank you. Now, here at the Transport Museum, one of the important, probably the main cog in the wheel, is the workers that come in to make sure that the Transport Museum moves on. Now, you're one of the volunteers that come in here. Can you tell me a little bit about what your role is within the Transport Museum?
4: Well, I think the main thing is uh, we ensure that it functions properly. We ensure that the vehicles are kept clean because these folk have sort of trusted us to give us these, in some cases, very expensive vehicles and it's up to us to take care of them. We do all kinds of maintenance, right from polishing expensive cars right down to cleaning toilets. You know, there's <laughs> there's nothing that we can't do, you know. You know, it's not all sort of glamour, you know. Everybody has to muck in and pick up a floor brush or a scrubbing brush or... Dusters and wiped down surfaces, so it's not all, you know, standing about, you know, playing with motor cars and things like that. We do look after the vehicles we've been entrusted with. And we've also got, not so much with the vehicles, we've also got all the displays. We have stuff handed in umpteen times a week. So we have an archive, we have a huge archive that is dedicated to preserving these things and storing them. You can go round the museum and you can see various cases uh, relating to tramways, buses, pictures of buses. These things are all, um, you know, to sort of look after. We're entrusted with them. And I just feel that you know, we've got to sort of protect these things now for the, the folk that are coming in the future because we do lots of visits by children and they're amazed to see these vehicles, you know, we get asked, does it have power steering, does it have heated seats and you know, say no, they didn't have that in 1914 (laughs) and they're absolutely amazed at the vehicles, you know, did folk actually drive around in these vehicles and things like that, we have an old Daimler bus that are absolutely Amazed that, and when you tell them that you once got to be able to smoke upstairs, and it, they're absolutely t- child and absolutely horrified. They just got a, a sigh of horror when you tell them that you can smoke up the stairs. You know, and that's basically well, that's we're just taking care of the past, so that maybe if we're sitting, but I won't be sitting here, but maybe somebody will be sitting here 20 years down the line in these vehicles will still be here and will still be relatively
3: in the same condition
1: What sort of commitment do you have for attendance here at the museum as a volunteer?
3: I've committed myself to one day a week but I'll do other things if they need help, for example we ran a stall at the auction at Errol the other weekend and I went and helped with that And with the special events that they run during the year, they need extra help for that but I find one day a week is as is, is much a commitment as I, I feel we I can give
1: what sort of age group would you expect your volunteers to be is there a, a particular age group you look for or is it fairly open
2: it's open so anyone can come along and volunteer and we've got quite a good mix actually at the minute of, sort of retired people, we've got some students coming in, we've got some much younger folk at the weekend who are actually just finishing up at school. Obviously if you're working it's much more difficult to find the time to volunteer, but even for the folk that do work um, and that still manage to come in you know, for a couple of hours, I think they tend to find it quite rewarding and they get involved in, in something just a bit different from their normal 9-5 to job, so We've got quite a nice mix at the minute and hopefully that will continue.
1: So the opportunities are there basically to maybe become involved in the restoration if that's something that's of particular interest to you or maintenance mm-hmm. or uh, maybe even things like PR type things. Is, are these all sort of things that you could look at if you're coming to volunteer?
2: Yeah, definitely. So we have a couple of volunteers at the minute that do help out with our sort of social media page and also just helping put together posters and entry forms. We've also got a volunteer that looks after all of the membership and they make up um, newsletters and send those out. So it's very varied, the different tasks that you can get involved in. One task that just, just started this year actually is we've got a student volunteer, a business student, and they're working on a retail plan just to try and develop some of the shop stock that we've got to make it more attractive, say, to visitors from outside of Dundee and also to look at more branded goods for the shop as well. And that'll be part of his project for university. So obviously we get something out of it because we we get his research and his time into looking at really good sort of quality goods for the shop. But he gets a lot out of that as a, a good project for his university course that'll help him... Um, towards his degree, so that's the whole thing about volunteering at the museum it should work both ways you know, and it should be of benefit to the volunteer as much as it is for us and that's what we hope to, to do here
1: how, how satisfying is that when you get something that's coming, it's perhaps not in the best condition in the world and you put some time and energy and, and knowledge into bringing it back to oh, me, How How is that for you?
4: It's wonderful for me you know, some of the vehicles that come through the doors here are To say they were tired would be (laughs) an exaggeration. But some of them, you you just look at them and you think, this is not, uh, you know, I'm not. This is not going to work out. This, and then you think to yourself, well, maybe just, you know, rub this down a wee bit, and or maybe just do this, and maybe just do. Oh, yeah, that's coming up fine. Oh, maybe if we did this, and given, you know, if we're not too busy and given enough. If there's enough of us around, you can spend maybe a couple of hours on it and gradually get it back to exhibit standards.
1: When you come into the museum, there's obviously masses and masses of different types of vehicles. How good is it for you to be able to come in as and when you're, you're, you're volunteering? I just see these
4: things. It's it's a fantastic experience. You know, we're sitting here in this cafe now, and I can take you out, and you and I could be sitting in a 1913 Model T Ford, or we could go further afield, and I could take you in an an Audi Quattro. And if you wanted, I could take you into a double-decker bus, or we've just received the delivery of a 1954 Austin A40 van in mint condition. There isn't a lot of these bands. I haven't seen one in, in, what, 40 years? I've never seen one of these things. It's it's a one-off. It's a survivor. It gives you a great deal of satisfaction. It really does.
1: Sam, Ian, Ron, thanks very much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure listening to your memories and your aspirations and thoughts for the Transport Museum. Listeners, thanks again for listening in. We will be back again next week. We'll catch you then